Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. How are you? I love that as I hit record, a motorcycle decides to come down our street ever so loudly. Thanks, mate. (laughs) You might have heard it. I don't know. You may not. Anyway, I'm very happy to be here with you all today. I am so excited for this topic. It is something I get very passionate and excited talking about people pleasing and social conditioning. I could talk about this all day, guys. (laughs) I get a little fired up. So before I hit record, I was actually thinking about how I recently recorded an episode. I think I called it uh, when when something is a big deal, because right now my partner has something in his life that is a really big deal and he's very excited and very happy and talking about it all the time. And ultimately, it is a really big deal for him, for us. And I'm very happy for him and I'm very excited. But at the same time, I really feel like he needs to listen to that podcast because sometimes he looks at me like, why aren't you as excited as I am? (laughs) Why aren't you talking about this as much as I am? And it just really had me thinking about that episode of when something is a big deal for one person, it's not necessarily a big deal or as big of a deal for somebody else. So if you haven't listened, I just want to highly recommend that episode. (laughs) All right, my friends. Before we kind of go into the people pleasing, I want to start with the social conditioning as that kind of leads into it. So social conditioning speaks to the messages that we absorb throughout our lives from our parents, from our communities, from TV and the media, right? We are constantly being sold ideas of what is right and wrong, right? And how we should or shouldn't act, what is good, what is bad, what we should or shouldn't do with our lives, right? The decisions we should or shouldn't make, right? A lot of that is being fed to us through these messages that we absorb throughout society as we grow up, okay? And one of the messages that I absorbed growing up was that I should be skinny, right? I am meant to be skinny. Women are supposed to be skinny in order to be attractive and we need to be attractive in order to succeed in life, right? Like that was the very basic premise of what I absorbed growing up, which I now think is complete bullshit, right? But that was the message that I absorbed from society, from, you know, the women around me constantly being on diets. My mom was an example of that, always, you know, losing weight and talking about it. I saw it in movies and TV, right? Most of the lead characters, especially back when I was younger, were skinny, attractive women. In in magazines and advertising, it was always skinny models used to sell their their products and their services, which was kind of ultimately selling you the idea that if you looked like that, then you'd be happy, right? And that was the message that I absorbed. It may not be the message that you absorbed, but that was how I took, took that and took it on in my brain. So... I have referenced a book before, and I'm going to mention it again because I think it's so good, by Rishma Saljani called Brave Not Perfect. And I love the way she talks about the differences that boys and girls are raised and how that impacts us as adults and how women ultimately function in the world with so much more self-doubt than a man. So if you think about how a young boy is raised and I am being very generalized here 
And I get that. But I just want to kind of create my point, which is boys are raised to climb trees, to fall out, to get dirty, to rough and tumble, right? Whereas girls are raised, girls are raised very much to be pretty and pink and perfect and do ballet and be polite and don't make a scene, right? Boys are raised to get messy and be imperfect. Whereas as girls, we're raised or we were raised quite differently. So now I, I will mention that like I myself was raised somewhat as a tomboy. So I did get dirty and messy and climb trees and I remember falling out and spraining a wrist. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I still really strongly ab- absorbed the message of how girls should be pretty and wear dresses. And, you know, even if that wasn't necessarily what I wanted, I saw that message and thought that I should be and act a certain way. Right. So boys learn from a young age messages like it's okay to get messy and make mistakes, right? Keep going. You're going to figure it out. And that creates a really strong foundation for them of having their own back of, you know, going out and trying things and failing and trying again, right? Of, you know, putting their hand up before they're ready, right? And if you think about most of the men in your life and you know, anyone who is socialized as a man, they are most likely quite good at doing that. Because when I think about the men in my life, right, I, I definitely notice how they don't doubt themselves nearly as much as the women, right? I just think that's really interesting just to point out, right? And as women, we are socially conditioned to people, please. Okay, so people pleasing is prioritizing what other people think over what you think. It's prioritizing somebody else's needs over your own needs because ultimately you think their opinion of you is more important. Right, people pleasing is really like other people pleasing because we're willing to sacrifice pleasing ourselves in order to please others. Right, we're pleasing others. We're not pleasing ourselves, we're pleasing others. And if you are to think about this in like a kind of very basic premise, it's it's like we see women around us, you know, raising children and putting the child's needs above their own or, you know, in running a household and, you know, putting the husband's needs above their own, making sure that the house is clean and the, you know, dinner's on the table at 6 p.m. and, you know, everything is done and the kids are taken care of and the lunches are made and all of that. And often at the expense of themselves, right, and pleasing other people, making sure other people are taken care of before themselves, right? Like I definitely saw a lot of this in our household growing up. I saw my mum, you know, putting herself at the bottom of the ladder and, and trying to take care of and please everybody else, right? So as women, we are socially conditioned to people, please. We see so many other women prioritizing other people's needs above their own. You know, worrying about what other people think and trying to please them and get their approval instead of worrying about what they think of themselves and approving of themselves. Okay. So we are constantly taught as women to undervalue ourselves, right? To go along, to not make waves or be vocal. Now, when we do stand up for ourselves, right? As women, when we do make waves, when we are vocal, we are then called bossy or bitchy. Right? I've been called those two things a lot of times, <laughs> right? But what happens often when we hear those things is we learn to edit and alter ourselves, right? And we're taught 
that other people's opinions are more important than our own. Right? We are socialized as women to go along, to not speak up, to please others, to back them instead of ourselves. So let's get into some examples, right? What does this actually look like? So let's say at work, you have a boss who has an idea for a project and he's really adamant that it's a fantastic idea. And you can see that there are flaws in it and you don't think it's necessarily the best way to approach this project. But often what you'll do is you don't want to make waves and experience discomfort. So you don't say anything. You just go along with it and let him figure it out on his own. Instead of saying something in front of a room full of people, right, and being afraid that you might look like an idiot or be shot down, you just go along. Or here's another example. This is one that I have experienced before. Let's say you've got like a group chat going with your friend circle and you meet once a month for dinner and somebody in your friend circle suggests a restaurant for your monthly dinner catch up. Now, it's one that you don't like or perhaps it doesn't fit with your dietary requirements, right? So often what we do is we don't speak up when we know we would rather go somewhere else because we don't want to be difficult or we don't want to feel anxious about how our disagreement will be received amongst that group. So we just stay silent and we go along with it, right? That is a form of people pleasing. Or maybe you're on a date and you've already decided that he or she or they are not for you. Right. And you have decided ahead. You've already decided, right. There's not going to be a second date. (laughs) But when they ask you, hey, let's make plans for later in the week. I would love to see you again. You go along with it. And instead of, you know, having that difficult conversation and experiencing the discomfort of saying, you know what, I'm actually not interested in pursuing this any further. Right. For you, you just decide it's easier to go along, make the plans and then cancel them at a later date. Okay, so what causes that discomfort or that anxiety that we experience? Right. What causes the discomfort and the anxiety that we experience when we go to say no, when we go to stand up for ourselves? Right. When we go to prioritize what we want and speak up. What causes that discomfort and anxiety? Our thoughts. Okay, at the most basic level, people pleasing comes from our thoughts. Right. Remembering what we think determines how we feel and how we feel drives our actions. Okay. now people pleasing is an action we take. So often we get anxious or afraid at the idea of saying no, at the idea of speaking up or asking for what we want because of a thought, right? And that thought might be, she will be upset with me. They might not agree. I might cause a scene. What he or she wants is more important. Doing what I want is selfish. Right. As women, we, you know, have been taught that prioritizing our own desires and our own needs is selfish. Right. But this is not something that men are taught. Men are taught that their desires are valid simply because they exist, (laughs) basically. 
right? But notice that difference, right? Women, we think that prioritizing our own desires are selfish, but men don't. Okay, now, I'm not having a go at men. I love my partner. I love, you know, the men in my life. But I just want to point that out about the difference in how we are raised. It is a big difference. And it impacts the way we as women show up in the world and how we feel about ourselves. Okay, so let's talk about the way out of people pleasing and towards having our own back. Right. The way out is to become aware of how often you are prioritizing somebody else's preferences or somebody else's pleasures, or what somebody else wants over what you want. Right. And the second piece of the equation is to change the thinking that causes the anxiety and the discomfort about prioritizing you. Okay. People pleasing is something that I work on with every single one of my clients, right? And I work with all women, every single one of them. So I have a client and you may remember her because she, I think she's, she pretty sure she shared this story on the podcast, right? And she talked about how ever since her husband passed away, she would go to her sister's on Christmas day and she would spend it there with her husband's, sorry, her sister's husband's family. Right. So it wasn't her immediate family. It was her sister's husband's family. Now, that didn't bring her a lot of joy. They're quite different people. She doesn't know them overly well. Right. It wasn't hugely joyous for her. And when she got really honest with herself, she just wanted to enjoy her Christmas on her own. Right. Spending the day how she wanted to. Part of the day with some friends. Part of the day either hiking or skiing. Right. Doing what she wanted to do. So this past Christmas, she declined her sister's Christmas invitation and she spent the day exactly how she wanted, right? Putting herself and her joy first, right? I want you to think about like, why is someone else's priorities? Why is somebody else's pleasure and what they want more important than yours? Like, seriously, take a minute. Why might you think that what somebody else wants is more important than what you want? My friend, there is literally no reason. The only reason is what you will think about yourself. Okay, what you will make it mean about yourself if you are to prioritize yourself. If you are to put what you want first. Because so often what we do is we think thoughts like, I'm rude or I'm selfish, or I'm a bad person, right? The reason we worry about speaking up is because we fear that we will have those thoughts about ourselves, right? My friend, those thoughts are optional. One of the things I teach my clients, and I want to leave you with this, is decide ahead of time what you will make it mean about yourself when you speak up. When you ask for what you want, when you prioritize yourself and what you want, decide ahead of time, what am I going to make that mean about me, right? I'm standing up for me. I am prioritizing myself. I am having my own back. I am important. You get to decide what you make that mean. 
So I am going to leave you with a couple of questions to think about. You can um, consider this homework if you like. (laughs) Y'all know I love to give out some homework. So question one, what would your life be like if you committed to believing that what someone else wants is no more important than what you want? And question two, what would it be like if you chose to believe that you are entitled to put yourself first and that it meant nothing negative about you as a person? Okay, I want to leave you on that note to think about that. Huge love, my friends. Have a magical week. I'll see you soon. Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com consult and I'll see you there.